There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What up? Today is Tuesday, December 31, 2019. Happy almost New Year, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is JC Tevis, the podcast about my life and nothing else. Happy almost New Year, man. It is less than 24 hours, I'm sure, by the time that you're listening to this, less than 24 hours until the new decade. Well, actually, it's the new decade according to society, right? <laughs> I was I was seeing some tweets online, and it's true, naman eh. A decade is just 10 years. So if you started counting, you know, your 10 years in 2000, year 2000, then sakto, the decade is gonna be over. But what if you're a weirdo? And you decided to start counting your decades in 2001. Then it's not really the end of the decade. So I start going into it, and yun nga, it, it's a social construct, right, or whatever is it? Is it a social construct? What's that? Diba? It, it's part of you know how we define time: the 90s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. Now 2010s. Now we're about to be over, and now the 2020s, the Roaring 20s, or what was the 20s called in the, you know the old days? The Roaring 20s, right? Let's look that up. The Roaring Twenties. Yes, the Roaring Twenties. Why was it called the Roaring Twenties? Looking on Wikipedia, the 1920s was referred to as the Roaring Twenties. It was a period of economic prosperity with a distinctive cultural edge in the United States and Europe. Okay, cool. Uh, also known in France as the Anne Anne Anne. Folis, the crazy years. So the 20s were apparently a fun time to be in. I guess I hope the 2020s are are just as roaring as the 1920s, man. So yeah, happy New Year to everybody. I'm gonna be heading to Pampanga tonight. Actually, I have work until 10 p.m. and according to Waze, sabini Waze, one hour and 40 minutes lang para makauwi ako sa Pampanga. And given the, you know, the date and time of the The thing I am guessing there's not going to be any traffic, right? I mean, I mean, what are the odds of that, right? It's it's probably going to be traffic free. So, if I get off at 10 p.m. and there's no complications and Waze is true to its word, which sometimes it isn't because it's fucking Waze, uh, I'm I should be there before midnight. And I'm excited because I didn't get to spend New Year's with my family last year. Because I was doing stuff, I was busy with work, and now I get to do it. I'm pretty stoked. Because last year I went to the Pampanga Angeles for for uh, Christmas, and I think it's kind of poetic in a sense that I I'm ending my year, uh, well I'm ending this podcast year talking about Pampanga because I remember the first ever podcast I did for this podcast was. The one where I talked about my experience in Pamaga. Okay, so before uh, heading into the new year, I know a lot of you are probably wondering. No, not none of you are wondering. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, you probably are because you're curious little f- buggers. Um, what is your New Year's resolution, JC? And you know, every year it's the same fucking resolution. You already know what it is. 
get sexy, right? Lose weight. Pumayat. Para sa mga pictures sa Instagram. Diba? Diba yun yun eh. So, I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, I was semi-inspired the last few days because I freaking watched the the documentary. Well, they call it a documentary on Netflix. Have you, have you seen this? Have you guys seen this? It's called Game Changers. And it's about this UFC fighter guy who got injured. Uh, his name is... What the fuck is that guy? You know what? I want to make sure I get it right. Game Changers! Uh, his name isn't super important. I mean, but if you really want to know, his name is James Wilkes. And here's how I'm going to lay it out. Okay. So it's a, it's a documentary about this UFC fighter who got injured. And because of his injury, he started looking into ways to recover faster in, in his, you know, healing. And he stumbled upon something called plant-based diet, a plant-based diet. So the whole documentary is basically the agenda is pushing this plant-based diet as yun nga, parang revolutionary. And if you watch the documentary, quote unquote, I keep saying that because it's not really a documentary because they don't really look at both sides. They kind of just, you know, it's it's more like a propaganda film. However, it is a very convincing one. If you just watch it with that lens on, like that lens of like, they're whatever they're saying is true, then you will be convinced because damn, dude, it, it's pretty like, so they, they break it down showing athletes who are, you know, these, you know, these very superior athletes who are plant based. They don't, uh, you know, they're not super into like they, they're not into meat. Uh, by the way, I got to make the distinction. It doesn't really make it clear in the documentary, but I Googled it and, you know, based on, there's no really firm definition of what the hell plant-based diet is because it's not vegan. Eh? Vegan is when you don't vegan is when you don't eat anything that comes from plant, like or from from animals at all, like animal products, so butter, you know, cheese. Even I think eh, they don't eat fish either because a pescatarian is like you can you don't they don't eat meat except for fish. But vegan, they don't eat animal products. So plant-based diet. Based on my jet, my basic, you know, Googling and my, you know, my common sense is that it is just mostly, you know, based your food, your diet staple, the staples in your diet are based on vegetables or on, on plants. Well, plants, you know, fruit, blah, 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 which doesn't mean the exclusion of meat completely because then that would be vegan. That's how I understood it. So for me, I was like, oh, okay, I could probably, you know, Maybe is it possible I could go plant based because you know, I I like uh I like a steak here and there there you know I love you know fried chicken chicken joy set up but yeah so you know basically plant based how I understood it I understand it rather is yunyat it is mostly getting most of the nutrients that you need from your food from plant based stuff rather than animal based product okay so that being said it is. Very convincing if you look at it in a, in that perspective. In terms of like, oh, what they're saying is, you know, they're showing, they're throwing all these statistics in your face. They're throwing all these, you know, really, uh, fit athletes who are plant-based. Nah, and they're like, oh, look at their success. But I, 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 uh, I, you know, I posted about it on Twitter too. I said, hey, because of game changers, I've been, uh, you know, looking up vlogs and blogs of, of plant-based diet. And it's true. I, I was doing, I did it right after. 
And someone tweeted me, uh, his name is DL, DL. He tweeted me a scientific analysis of the move, of the, of the documentary Game Changers. And based, and it's just from this, this guy who's, uh, you know, he's a fitness dude. His name is Lane Norton. And I was reading it and Lane addressed a lot of points that I actually, uh, you know, I also had similar issues with the documentary as well. The main issue is that First of all, if you haven't seen it, I think you should still watch it. Do I recommend it? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and I think it's, you know, it's a topic for discussion as well. So back to what I was saying, uh, they focus on kind of painting meat in a like negative way. Like meat is evil. Not, they don't say it. They don't outright say it, but they, they, Painted in a way to show that meat is kind of not as beneficial as plant-based uh, stuff. And that's a fair point. I mean, if you think about, like, what's healthier, a carrot or a chicken joy? You know, obviously the carrot is the healthier option. Okay, so that's, you know, to get that out of the way, it's, it's, it's just, you know. But it also kind of... The, the term that's used here, and I, I remember this term because I read that book. I think if you've listened to this podcast ever since the start, I told you I was reading a book called um, The Art of Thinking Clearly, which was recommended by somebody. Was it Archer? Was it you, Archer? I forgot. Uh, the Art of Thinking Clearly. And it talks about, you know, biases, B-I-A-S, biases on how we think about things. So the term here used by the author of this article is the confirmation bias. So confirmation bias it's kind of like when they, um, when you, um, what do you call it? Like it's, they'll tell you something, but then they don't really look at the other side of things. And you know, let me define it according to Google for you. Para mas maliwanag. Confirmation bias. To te- the, ten- the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. So the evidence in this in this in this documentary presented is even these vegan or no sorry these plant based athletes, right? So when you look at them and they present it in your face like look at these plant based athletes, they're breaking world records. They are you know keeping up. They were able to like Nate Diaz, who's a UFC fighter, was plant based and he was able to defeat Conor McGregor. So when they throw this information in your face, it, you know your your tendency is to be like yeah you're right you know that's true. Look at that. But what they don't go into is the, you know, the millions of other athletes that are dominating the field of sports who eat meat. You know, in this article, they use the example of Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt ate over 100 chicken nuggets per day at the Beijing Olympics, and he, he, he killed it at the Beijing Olympics. So where is that? Why is that not presented? Blah, blah, blah. So, Yun, it, it's very, you know, it, it's kind of... There's obviously an agenda being pushed. And the author of this said that that's why it's not really a documentary. It's more like a film, a propaganda film. And he also goes into like the people who were, you know, part of this documentary, like the executive producer. It's actually executive produced by James Cameron of um, Titanic. about James Cameron? Am I, am I crazy? James Cameron, right? He's the Titanic guy and he's the Avatar guy. Yeah, James Cameron. James Cameron, he produced this film, and when I mean conflicts of interest, there were, he James uh, James Cameron is also the founder and CEO of Verdient Foods, which is an an organic pea 
protein, PEA, pea protein company. So, you know, there's always biases when it comes to diet and everything. And the author acknowledges it naman. Eh. He, he even acknowledges that he has his own biases as well. So, it's just something to really take with a grain of salt, you know, pun intended. <laughs> like, it's really, you have to make informed choices when you eat food or with your diet. And make better choices, whether it be, no, that I, I'm, I'm saying this because it's part of my resolution now. I'm not saying I'm going to go plant-based, but I really do know when I'm putting trash in my body and when I could probably put better things into it. It's just, yun nga tang, ina ang mahal, no? I went to the freaking supermarket yesterday to buy, you know, fruit and vegetables. The fucking apples were like 60 pesos. You know, as somebody who wants to get the most bang for their buck. And it's true din naman eh. Like, I was reading this blog about how you should view food and healthy food. And the more, ex- usually healthy food is a little bit more expensive, right? So they're saying, think of it as an ex- uh, as an investment. So this apple doesn't cost 60 pesos. This apple is a 60 peso investment in my health. But still, I'm like, fuck that, right? <laughs> 60 pesos? You can get a Jollibee burger steak, right? How does that? 50 pesos, linam nam ulam, right? Imagine you can get a full meal with rice for 50 or 60 pesos. But you're like, nah, let me have this apple, bruh. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, you should really be eating the apple. But in terms of bang for your buck, it, it really is, is, it is hard for me to put that money down and be like, yes, I'm going to buy this apple. I'm going to buy this, this lettuce. <sighs> That's the struggle of having to eat healthy. So yeah, th- those are my thoughts on that on plant-based diets. I think that it's something interesting. Like I'm trying to incorporate more plant-based shit in my life. Watch the documentary because it really is interesting. There, they, 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 they talked about like blood, like how your blood is cleaner or healthier. There's also a part where they talk about erections. I won't spoil it for you, but like literally erections. There's this doctor who wrote a book about plant-based diet and how it affects your pee-pee. Your titi. <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, what else did I want to talk about? I finished you season two. I'm not going to spoil it because I know a lot of you, a lot of you are still probably watching it i enjoy i thought this season was better than season one i'm looking at the message boards on reddit because i have no one to talk to about this really and actually the few people who i have talked to about the season two they prefer season one but i think i'm in the minority but i really enjoyed season two better i feel like the internal conflict of joe the main guy or now in, in his this new season his name is will uh i find it very intriguing like it, it's it's like he's a conflict. He's not a hero at all. Like to say, you know, that would be that would be completely wrong to say that. But there's something so, and I mentioned it in the last podcast. There's something empathetic about his character, not the serial killer part, but like the because you go more in this season, season two, and once again, no spoilers. But it's a kind of a minor spoiler. It's not going to give anything away, but it goes into his childhood, and you know, usually. It's where in childhood where these serial killers are like are built, right? You ever see those tweets of videos where like and it was on this day a serial killer was born and it shows a video of a kid being like, you know, bullied or or a kid maybe getting uh his he's at his birthday 
and like they throw eggs at him. Did you see that video? It's crazy. It's like a I think it's a Mexican tradition. I'm just generalizing. I don't know if that's racist or not. Just look it up. I think it was because they were speaking Spanish, and it uh, it could be from Spain. Who knows? But they look Mexican. Oh, but what does a Mexican look like, JC? Oh, you know, you're racist anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I I like season two much better. Mm, yeah, what else did I want to? That's all I really watched this week. I I I have been kind of busy, just like doing a lot of random stuff. Like I've been preparing for. 2020 i'm trying to have a plan in motion especially for hala hala show rika and i were, were kind of planning things so I'm, I'm working on that i've been also fixing my finances uh, one of the first few episodes of this podcast that i have ever done that i ever did was you know kuriput budgeting and i am budgeting for the whole 2020 in a sense like i am already i'm 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 already tabulating my expected costs for the year, uh, you know, parking, association dues, gas, and um, my accountant who I have to pay for. Ati Mitch, shout out to you. Kahit hindi ka nakikinig sa akin, ang mahal mo, Ati Mitch. Um, uh, ano pa ba yung mga gastos? My food, uh, my meal plan. Uh, also, I haven't factored in the plant-based diet shit. <laughs> I just, since it's just like recently, I started thinking about it. You know, it's gonna it's gonna make my costs exponentially rise. You know, it's not cheap to eat, so eat healthy. So I'm gonna have to factor that in. I'm also factoring in. Um, I'm thinking about like how much money because I only I only factor in sure ball money, sure ball as in yung mga investments ko na may sure na interest rate. And my salary at the radio station. I don't assume I'm going to get a certain amount of hostings. I don't assume the podcast is going to get monetized. I don't assume anything. I like to live as if I am, you know, my back is against the wall. And there's something about it for me. Medyo uh, weird. Baka weird. Is it like a complex? I have this thing. You know, you ever watch those TV shows? Rags to riches, Chorva. I find it appealing. Like I find the struggle appealing. And now, and now, this is where you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, JC? You privileged fucker." <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I know. I know there could somebody who could cherry pick this and say, "Oh, you can only feel that way because you don't really have to worry about anything." But they're, you know, fuck you, man. I, I, I like the struggle because it drives me to do more. It drives me to want to succeed. It drives me to want to make more money. It drives me to want to find good investments. It drives me to, you know, it, dri- it drove me to start a podcast. It drove me to, you know, up my Instagram game, I guess. Or, I mean, I don't really use Instagram as a means of paying my bills. But when, a, you know, when a sponsored post comes along, it does pay for my food for like two or three weeks sometimes, man. You know, real talk, and it's 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 the 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 struggle is what makes me it drives me. So does if that is something that you could maybe appreciate from that, you know, I you know ignore the fact that obviously I don't have to really worry about putting food on the table for anyone else, or I don't have a family member who is sick and I have to care for their medical bills. 
Yes, I am sorry that people have to do that. I understand. I understand that. But I'm just saying from my perspective. I'm covering my bases because I know. I know somewhere down the line, you know, in the year 2027 or no, in, you know, a decade from now, in the year 2030, when this podcast is super famous. <laughs> uh, and someone's like, hey, remember in 2020 when you said that you liked struggling and they're there, you're not even in like the lower class. Yeah, you know, I'm just covering my bases. Okay. Ano pa ba? Ano pa ba? Ano pa ba? I still am owed money by multiple clients. I have already, you know, how I'm budgeting for 2020. Uh, honestly, I, I, not that I've given up, but I took them out of my money I am expecting and put it in another little subcategory called <laughs> Money I hope to get still. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at it right now. Like I have the document in front of me, which I haven't updated because of the the plant-based or like the plant-based diet shit that I hope to try to do. I, I don't plan to go plant-based all the way, BT dubs. I just want to in- include more fruit and vegetables. That Basically, that's what it is. I want to inc- include more healthy shit and have less, you know, processed meats and, you know, choose choose the better option. Down the line. Um, I am owed, ladies and gentlemen, 9 plus 5 plus 5 is 19 plus 6. 25,000 pesos right now. Like, that is money that I am already expecting to not receive, but I hope to get it. 25K! I mean, damn, yo, 25K? That's good. That I could live off 25K for the month. You know, that's a month's worth of, you know, even more. A little more than a month. Hi. You know, I love the Philippines. I don't plan to leave really anytime soon. I love the Philippines. But because I I have I'm in a position of like I can make myself succeed. It's tough if you are coming from any sort of class. I saw actually I saw an article. Uh my my the the head of um, Podcast Network Asia, see Ron, CEO, he posted an article. I read through it a little bit, but basically the 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 Long story short, the gist of the article is people who were born into wealth are still wealthier than people who work hard and weren't born into wealth. Like, you know, you could be born not into wealth and work as hard as possible, work hard as shit, but you still... Here, sorry, being born rich still leads to success more than working hard in school. And that's very true. You know, that's just, an, that's just a reality, you know, whether it be nepotism or... Any sort of like, you know, you have connections. Your dad worked with this guy who who like slept with this girl and this girl knows you and blah, blah, blah. And you just get a job and you're set for the rest of your life. It's it's a sad reality. That's why that's why I, I take a little bit of pride in myself. And I know that this is a podcast about my life, man. So I'm just going to talk about myself. But just maybe, you, you know, for those who are curious about my in my my background about coming out here you know i came out here 2015 and i didn't know anybody at least in the industry of entertainment or i guess what do you call it like radio showbiz tv as in zero i had zero connections out here how did i get to where i am google no joke i googled the first thing I got here was how to get into TV commercials. I remember how to get into TV commercials. And 
it was basically this and let's see what happens if i google it now how to get into tv commercials philippines i'm gonna type philippines i forgot exactly if that was where those were the exact words so now will dasevich has a vlog about it but before he came out here that vlog wasn't there yet so or before he before before i you know when i was when i googled it the first time Oh, he says he posted it September 24, 2015. So maybe it was out. Maybe I just couldn't find it. But now if you Google it, you see Will Dasevich. Um, see, there's not a lot going on. I, I forgot exactly which article I read. But it just it, it gave me bare bones shit to the point that I had to go to Makati myself. And, oh, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, so I went to Makati myself. And I took a grab. Uh, Uber. It was Uber back then. And here's a here's a here's a funny story. You know, I, I hope I don't go. I bore. I hope I'm not boring you. But it's a it's a fun story. His name is oh, Jesus. I forgot his name. It starts with an R. My driver's name started with an R. And I was talking to him because I talked to all my Uber slash Grab drivers. You know, because I want to be like you know. That's how I am. Some some people don't like it when they talk to some people don't love to like to talk to their Uber or Grab driver. I always talk to them. I always ask them about their life. And this guy, I need to find his number. It's on my old phone. Maybe I can give him a text or a call because we. I was talking about how I wanted to get into like TV commercials and shit. And it so happened that he was actually in TV commercials before. He he got a lot of dad roles, and he said. You know what? Why don't I take you to the agency that I that I'm under? And I was like, okay, cool. And this ag the agency, if if anyone out there's a commercial modal, it was called Psycho, S A I K O U, like Psycho in Japanese. And he took me there, and I profiled, and then that was it. I met the guy there, the the agent. He's not there at Psycho anymore. His name is Ariel. And that was how I got. I got a couple of VTRs through Psycho, and then I learned the industry just by asking questions from people who were at the VTRs. So I got into the commercial industry by kind of just winging it, and I got a couple of projects. I, I I don't know. Have I ever talked about the projects that I've been in? Have I? Maybe on Hala Hala Show, but not on this podcast. If you want to see some commercials that I'm in, you know, if you want to be like, oh, did you you did commercials, but where are they? Or if you think I'm faking, go to here. You know what? I'll I'll YouTube it at the same time that I'm talking about this. Even though the internet sucks right now, go uh, go to YouTube and type in Skyflakes Fireman, and it should be the. Oh, it's not there. Okay, that doesn't show up. Okay, type in Skyflakes commercial on YouTube, and oh God, did they remove it? Oh, JC Chavez, you are a fucking faker, right? Oh God! I was a fireman in a Skyflix commercial. I just looked that up. Oh, damn! Oh no, there it is. Skyflakes Pride. Skyflakes Pride commercial. Skyflakes, and then you type in Pride. P R I D E. It's gonna be the. It should be the first result. Yep, it is the first result. It's got eleven thousand views. Check that out. I, I'm in that one. Uh, what else is on YouTube? I have a bunch. I, I did. I was able to do a bunch. Actually, even as recent as this year, I had one for San Miguel. Actually, uh, for the you know what? Maybe I can San Miguel Father's Day. Let's see if it shows up. YouTube. 
San Miguel Father's Day. It is San Miguel Father's Day. It has 4.5 million views. Go check it out. You'll see me in that. And I actually have a speaking line at the end of that. So, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. The, the guy took me to the, you know, I was, I, he took me to the agency and I just learned by talking to other people. Why am I telling this story again? Oh, because you, because I said I was proud of how I got to where I am. Yeah. So, and then I said, oh shit, I want to get into showbiz. I want to go into acting. So I said, how to get into acting in the Philippines? And I remember reading somewhere like, you should get into acting workshops. So I said, oh shit, I love ABS-CBN. And I typed in ABS-CBN workshop. And they had an acting class, intro to acting. How do you get there? You go to this time, you go to ABS blah, blah, blah at this, on this date. Have this money ready? I forgot how much it cost. It was it was pretty expensive, huh? Like maybe like twenty k, a little less maybe, but it was pretty pricey. But for the amount of uh, shit that you get for it, I mean, like the amount of workshop, like you get it weekly, once a week, and the training, you know, the training that they give you is actually really good. And I, I failed, <laughs> but it's not it's not their fault. It's mine. I'm just not a very good actor, so. You know, and I was able to, you know, even I, I mean, at least I was able to try. I got connections there because of my friend Meg, who I met in that acting workshop. She sent me a message and said, hey, you should audition at RX, the radio station. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of them. I auditioned. Then I got into that. I got into radio. I got into this TV hosting for TFC Connect. It all just kind of, and I, a lot of it was Facebook, Facebook and just asking the right questions and just really trying. So I'm really happy about that. You know, I'm sucking my own dick right now, but I'm just happy. It's the end of a new decade. You know, it's a new, fresh, you know, fresh decade. And I think that I, I hope to, that anyone out there who's listening is just like, yo, JC, that was so cool that you took a chance. And, you're, you know, now maybe this decade I'll do something similar. <sighs> okay. Let's see. What else? What else did I want to talk about? That's, that's, hmm. I think that's it, man. I, I don't really. Do I have any parting words for any for you all out there? Twenty twenty, the new decade. Just keep hustling out there. I hope to keep putting this out. I don't. I don't know how many listeners I get. Really, I don't get that many. I I looked at my analytics like a couple days ago, and I remember total number of streams for this podcast is around seven thousand. Hello, Hello Show has around 170,000. <laughs> so if you're coming from any other place other than Hello, Hello Show, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, it's really cool. You know, it's really cool. A lot of you actually listen until the end because you hear me shout you out and shit. So it, it, it's really cool. And pag may mga, pag may trip kayo sa podcast world, go for it. Talk about your life. Talk about, and you know, if anything, even let's say you don't make money from it. Let's say you don't make money for a while. Let's say you don't even have a niche like me. I just talk about random shit. It's just really, it's, there's something about it that is so f- liberating. Is that the right word? As in, ang sarap, ang sarap, ano, ang sarap i, ilabas. That's bastos, yeah? I think it's I think it's the same effect that people get from journaling or or writing in a diary, but I don't like I don't really I'm not really into that. I tried to do it before, and it's not really my thing. I I feel weird when I write about my thoughts and feelings. But oh, what's that sound? But saying it out loud here to anyone who will listen, 
it's kind of like an open diary. And I think that's what's made, why I like doing this. Ah, what else did I have to say? Oh, here we go. Just, um, one final, you know, I, I said in a few, you know, I said way back that I would do more Reddit related stuff. And I, that was a lie because obviously I didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, but I was, since we are going into a new year, I, I think it's really, uh, it's, uh, there's something that maybe I could pass on to you is how to not spend money on stuff you don't need. And I came across this Reddit thread. What do people waste money on that amazes you? So here are a couple of the answers that I read, you know, so far. Gambling, obviously, don't gamble uh, if you can. I have, you know, there's so many. Ga- the gambling story I have is that I went to City of, I've been to City of Dreams a few times when my family used to stay there, like, you know, once every six months or something. I forgot what the occasion was, but I would play this game called Craps. Where you throw the dice, you know, like in the movies, you know, you roll it. And th- I re- I distinctly remember like three people there who were, because they were, you know, veteran players. And they, I don't know, they just had a memorable, like, memorable face or whatever. One of them was this like older guy. And guess what? Like, I, we, you know, I obviously I left that day. When we came back like six or seven months later, when I came back and I, you know, obviously I go straight to the craps table because I like playing that game. The same three dudes, plus probably a few more, were still there. Like, obviously, I'm sure they left, but what I mean to say is they're probably there every night. It gambling addiction is is uh, is 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 insane, man. Anapaba, what are the other answers on here? Um, people who buy stuff uh because it's on sale. And this is, could be good. This could also be bad. Because if it's on sale, okay, great. But is it something that you need? That's always, I get so infuriated with people. Not infuriated, but I just like, I look at them and I look at them and I judge when they're like, oh, but it was on sale. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't need that new shirt or that new jacket. Like you already have a bunch of jackets. Yeah, but it was on sale. It was 30% off. So what, bro? You don't need it. Uh, here's one. Oh. Crappy toys for my kids. Uh, I I understand. I understand. I I don't even want to talk about it. I just I I've seen kids who get like shitload of gifts, and obviously you know it's fun for them, but they're gonna forget about that in like a year, in five years. You know, just make sure you donate it if you're gonna do that. Okay, what else? Here's one that I found also very relatable, but I also don't know the alternative. Uh, the the answer was the amount of money people have to pay for a funeral, and that's so true. When my Lolo passed away earlier this year, uh, when my mom showed me like how much all the shit was, you know, like the embalming casket, uh, you know, the flowers, the food. Well, the food probably wasn't that expensive, but you know, like the just the room rental at yung mga uh, like these funeral homes, is fucking insane. They are literally, they will, they will, they will charge you to death, you know, forgive that, you know, poor, poor joke. But it's, I would, I I feel like if I looked at that bill, I would probably die and then they would charge me more. (laughs) It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So that's the thing. Like how, what's the alternative for me when I die, I don't want anybody to spend money on that. Like you could maybe gather my friends and family in a room and put my picture on a table or something, light a candle. I don't know whatever but don't pay this you know 
this uh astro astronom astrom astronomical I know astronomical number to to put me in the fucking ground or to to or to cremate me it doesn't make any sense i mean like do what you maybe i for people who are religious and whatever and they you know and they're like oh we have to preserve the body okay i'll i'll give you that i'll give you that but for me i don't give a fuck man if i'm dead don't burden my family anymore i don't want to burden my family anymore financially emotionally obviously it's going to be hard but I think it's even I think it's harder to even look at a you know an embalmed body. That shit is hard to look. I, I just remember my memory. You know, there's a great song by this band called Lucas Graham. You might know them for their song uh, Seven Years." You know, once I was seven years old. But they have a great song on their uh, first album called "Funeral." Play it. Listen to it right now. Pause this podcast. Go listen. It's an upbeat song about a funeral. The the lyrics. I don't remember them clearly, but it's like, Welcome to my funeral. Everyone I know should get crazy. Something like that. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, don't, I don't know. Like, can I write that in my will? Please do not, please just throw me in the garbage when I'm dead. <laughs> uh, what else? What are the other answers here? Mm. Let's see. Mm hmm. <laughs> Going to Disney when you don't have enough money for a house car food. <laughs> I know people like that in California. Cable TV. Yeah, and I don't think anyone uses cable here really, right? Do people pay for... Oh, yeah, people... There is Sky TV and shit. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's really worth it, but who knows? Maybe you're into that uh, live news network. Mm, shoes. Some people say shoes, like, you know, collector shoes. A lot... And, and it's it's also very interesting as well, like... You know, people spend money. What's that quote in, in, is it Fight Club? We spend money we don't have. Here we go. We spend money we don't have to impress people we don't like. We buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like. And that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty realistic look on consumerism, I think. Diba? I'm guilty of it too. In high school, let in high school, you know, you're like, "Fuck, I gotta buy this." Damn, man, my friend looks super cool. I need to get one of those. It's true. Uh, you know, in some level, whether it be conscious, uh, unconscious, subconscious, whatever, we we think about we we uh, we uh, we look at like other people and compare ourselves, and that's what I try not to do. So as much as I love, you know, I love, I love, I love Stan Smith sneakers and shit. Like I love, I love. I love Nike Air Force Ones, and I used to have a uh, a bunch of pairs. I love Converse, you know. I'm t- and, you know just to talk about shoes, you know, I'm just singling out shoes. I love that shit, and I think it would look dope when I wear it. And I would probably take care of them, and I would wear them down. Like I wouldn't just collect them and you know leave them on a you know in a display. I would actually wear it. But at the same time, I I got a lot of shoes that I already have, and. I don't think there's nothing wrong with getting shoes. I'm just saying, like, you don't need that many shoes. Or if you really want this shoe, make sure that you, you know, have already used up your old pairs and you're like, ah, it's done its time. It's done its time. What else? Extravagant weddings. Very true. But then that would be me shitting on myself because, you know, I charge some money for 
wedding hosting. <laughs> what? Why do you hire a wedding host? But I, it's also why? Why don't you hire me? <laughs> ah. Okay, in-game purchases. Ah, ah, in-game purchases. Like in-game, maybe like they're talking about in-app purchases, in-game purchases, video games, EA, you know, EA, Electronic Arts, they're, they're known for this. Microtransactions, also another term for them. I get it, like to some extent, like for apps, you know, it's kind of like by these in, in-game purchases, you are supporting the developer. But then there's also a point where they, they ta- kind of take advantage of you. You know, like how there's some games where they, they give you like energy or whatever. And once you run out, you either have to wait for it to refill or you can buy unlimited energy for the day for $2.99. Those, that, that shit is, I feel like that shit is abusive, especially because their main, main target is probably kids, right? Or like, you know, young, young kids with low impulse control. So, diba? Tapos nakalink yung, yung cellphone sa account ni, ni uh, mom or dad. So you're like, fuck, I'm just going to spend five, five bucks. You know, what's five dollars? <sighs> so, yeah, I think that's also something you should, I think you can support developers. The only in-game, okay, I've only spent money on one game ever. Like in-game after, you know, like, you know, those free-to-play games. And it's Clash of Clans. I spent five dollars. That's all ever to buy the gem so that I could get something. I forgot what, what the reason why. I forgot why. Kung bakit. Bakit ko ano? Bakit ko binili yung gems na yun? I think it was to get the fourth builder or the fifth builder, builder hut. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It's been so long since I played. <laughs> I'm TH10, by the way. Town Hall 10, and I haven't played in a while. I think my account could probably sell. Like, I think I could sell it for a pretty good amount. It's just, uh, yeah, I stopped playing. Uh, what are the other answers? Cigarettes. Very true. Cigarettes are very expensive. Phones, some people say phones. I think phones, uh, if you really need a new phone, just like shoes, if you really need a new one, cool. But if you don't, if you're just upgrading because you want to look dope or you want like the latest features, you don't need that shit, man. Mm, what else are here? <laughs> gender reveal parties. How do you feel? How do, how, how do you guys feel about gender reveal parties? It's kind of weird, right? It's like, I get it, you're celebrating and whatever, but. Well, who cares? <laughs> I mean, I would celebrate you having a baby, but why the hell do I care about what you if it's a boy or girl? You know? <sighs> Someone here says the lottery. The odds of winning big are so infinitesimal, and the returns are, if you're lucky, pretty low. Yeah, I play the lotto at least once every two, you know, once a month at least I play. Because here in the Philippines, it's more like 24 pesos eh. And, you know, your payoff, if you ever win, you probably never will. You probably will never win. You know, just, I'm realistic about it. I don't buy it and be like, oh shit, I know I'm going to win. I know I'm probably going to lose. But what if I won, you know? What if I did? Then, I it's like a shortcut. It's a shortcut to... You know, the game, the, the, the end game. It's a shortcut to your, you know, your, your final. Cause money, as much as people say money doesn't matter, money doesn't make, you know, I, I, I also, I, I'm on both sides. Money for me, it's a means to an end. Some people use it for, uh, where, what, what's the point I'm making? 
I don't really care that much about money, but, but that's because I'm making okay money. I have people who need money, like for, you know, to survive. Money is a lot, means a lot. And I get that. But for people like me who wear money, won't really necessarily break my, you know, it won't ruin my, if I don't have a certain amount of money, I, I would still be able to live a good life. You, you, that's where, that's where you're like, I don't need money in that sense. But there's so many things that I want to do in my life and money is essential to that, like traveling, for example. So by winning the lotto, you, you get a shortcut. You get to bypass all the shit that you have to do to live out your dreams. So like in this case, shit is working for X amount of years so that you can afford to do the stuff that you want to do. So just imagine if you won the lot. So I, I don't really agree with that answer, but there, I, I, it's also you're paying. I, someone had a comment here below the, that answer, which also makes, uh, makes, um, makes me think about the, what I'm buying a lottery ticket for. Uh, here, let me read it for you. A lottery ticket buys you a few moments with fantasies and dreams of wealth and a life without financial stress. As long as an unopened lottery ticket is in your hand, or I guess an undrawn lottery ticket, you could be holding the key to all your dreams. And that, in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm talking about. So when you buy the lottery ticket, you're not only paying for a chance to you know, you know, I could win this, but you're also paying for that little bit of imagination between the time you buy that ticket and the time that the numbers come out where you'll probably lose, that time in between is where you dream. And I, I, I love that. I love like, I love how they set that up. And it's so true. Cause you're, you know, you, you think about shit. I could win this. I could win that. I could buy this. I could go here. I, my mom will never have to work again. I can buy this person's out of debt. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, that's, yeah. Most of the other answers here are, you know, what, you know, things that you'd probably think are common sense, but who knows? Maybe it's not common sense for you. Shopping. Uh, where are the you know, top? Someone compile it. Tom, eating out too often. Yeah, very true. You know, if you can prepare your meals and whatever in advance. Um, credit card interest. Daily coffees. Yeah. Daily coffee. I cannot, ex- I, I cannot fathom how much that shit costs. I know people that get Starbucks every day or, you know, Two or three times a week. Damn. Damn, baller. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you to everyone who joined me this year. And I'll, you know, I'll be back next year. <laughs> I hate that joke. See you next year, which is in 24 hours. Blah, blah, blah. And to everyone who has been listening, shout out to you. And if you're a new listener and you happen to uh, want to contact me, please do so on Instagram. Uh, Tevez of the best same title as this podcast you can DM me there I reply to every single every single DM so and at least for now so do it while it's hot <laughs> while the offer stands have a happy new year everyone uh, party safe don't get your fingers blown off by uh, Super Lolo and I'll catch you all on Friday happy new year everyone later Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.